Okay, we now welcome on to the program the second place finisher of the regular season coming in just under the wire. It is the owner and operator of Buck U Brady. It is Mike Price. Mike, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. I know there was one time earlier in the season where uh, you were our highest scorer. Currently, uh, you were the second highest scorer last week, but we weren't able to get you on the last time, so I'm glad we were finally able to to make this happen and get you on for at least one this season. Yeah, double uh, group me profiles. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a good can be tricky. Yeah, you were you were a tough man to track down, but we got you in, and we got you in right at the the culmination of the regular season. It really was like a photo finish to get down to you know who was going to get that that second uh, buy spot. It seemed like Drew had his locked up for the, maybe the past two weeks, and the the last one was one that was really up for grabs and you were able to rise to the occasion and have your team clinch it for you. Yeah, and unfortunately I had to go against Ryan for that, so the other contender for that last spot. Yeah, which made it all, you know, all the more sort of entertaining from the outside that you two were both playing <laughs> for, for the same outcome, so it was it was no holds barred to be sure. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was a close matchup. I mean, you see as like, you know, a 20-point difference and like, you know, that can really be, that can be just one player can really make that. We've seen kickers put up that many points a few times this season. So that is not a too terribly large margin of victory that you were able to walk away with. And, you know, pretty much without, you know, a stellar performance from like your quarterback in uh, Prescott, who hasn't really been doing a whole lot for you these past few weeks. No, he, uh, he definitely didn't show up again uh, this week, despite Dallas winning against Washington. Yeah, that's sort of been the recipe. Uh, They've been and kind of Randall had Cup left the play, and man, I was not, I was not feeling comfortable until that game was over, <laughs> in the final minutes. Yeah, that is not who um, you want to see in your opponent's lineup on any given week, especially you know, with as much on the line as y- as y- y'all two had in this game. But I mean, the ones that really got it done for you, you find yourself in a pretty, you know, comfortable position at your um, looking at your two running backs now having both back and healthy to arguably, you know, the the top, you know, one and two running backs in the, the league outside of maybe, you know, put Jonathan Taylor up there top. So you have two of the top three. It's got to be a pretty good feeling to have a backfield like that. Oh, yeah. Um, especially with how uh, Dalvin Cook went off, considering he was a week early to return for a dislocated shoulder. Um, yeah, it was the, the 52 points standalone on a Thursday night football game. That definitely, that gave me a lot of confidence going into the weekend for sure. Yeah, that is certainly um, a good start. And now into the playoffs with him and Kamara back. Yeah. I mean, you like, if, if they're willing to give him the full workload, you know, like you said, one week earlier in a shoulder separation, he was able to do that with it. You have zero doubt that they're going to just keep doing the same thing for as long as he is on the field. If he's playing, like he's going to be the entire you know, running back committee on his own, which I know there was like, I, I was, I, you know, it's sort of like a secondhand beneficiary of his stellar performance as my opponent, Tommy, last week had the backup that he chose to leave in in Madison, <laughs> who got no work whatsoever, which I was thrilled to see. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> but with, uh, you know, with your other one being, being Camara, like we can say like, you know, that uh, you acquired him through a trade with myself. And um, I think we've both sort of been in a similar position where we swapped, you know, two running backs and neither one had really done much since we did that, both like either injured or COVID. Like this is the first game. I think you've really gotten to benefit from having Kamara on your team. Yeah. He's been on the bench since I think that week I actually had to go and draft a third string 
because I think Ingram was out too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was during Thanksgiving in hopes that they would see the field a lot more and uh, they just did not produce. But yeah, he hasn't. This is the first week he's performed for my, uh, my lineup. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, with those two coming into form, like, we know that now, like, Antonio Brown's been suspended, like, three games, so he's not going to be around for, like, the next few weeks for the Buccaneers, so that's good for Chris Godwin, who you have. If, uh, you know, Darren Waller can get back on the field, you know, at any point in these coming weeks, uh, you, you have a lot of players that are going to be at the top of their um, their positional ranks ready to go for you here in this playoff run. Yes, yes. I'm very much hoping he comes back soon. So, but you have the advantage of being able to sit out this week uh, with your, you know, secured first round by. And from the looks of it, I mean, it can't. I mean, it's always a good position, you know, to have that first round by. But this week, maybe more than most, because of just the sheer amount of COVID cases that we've seen just breaking out across different uh, teams and organizations, and it's leaving a lot of uncertainty of who's going to be available, you know, for these matchups this week. Yeah, it hit what three teams? I think I posted it. Yeah, the, forget all of the teams. Three the teams Rams, really hard, and the Saints and someone else. Yeah, the the football team, the Browns, the Raiders, the, the Saints. But it started to come out. It looks like they are working on moving some of those around. I think I saw that the Raiders Browns game did get moved to Monday, so we have two Monday night games right now, and I think they're expecting oh. to maybe have maybe the other Saturday game. I don't know about the other Saturday. I think it's like the Patriots. They're not really affected. Is that so. because of playoffs? Like playoff contenders? Uh, it could be. I think I, I from from what I read, like they, the NFL kind of like stepped in it a little bit, like with, uh, with how they chose to deal with the Browns because they had a few positive cases. And from what I've heard and read, like they let practice go ahead with, you know, not testing players. And then they chose to test them after the fact, and they had, you know, a blow up of cases because they allowed a practice to be had with, you know, people showing symptoms or not testing beforehand. And lo and behold, it spread in that practice. And then they had like 20 people test. And so they were kind of like, you know, you didn't do this the right way, the way it was supposed to be done. And our team is suffering because of it. And it's not fair. So, that's so, why the protocols are in place. Yeah, that's why they have them. But you know, we, you know, we've been, we've seen it, you know, periodically throughout the season of players going on, you know, the COVID nineteen list and not being available for that given week, but never in volumes like this. And it's unfortunate that it's happening, you know, in you know this week, you know, for fantasy playoffs. It's unfortunate in general, but just to keep it, you know, in a fantasy perspective, it's difficult, you know, to have this happening, you know, right at you know the you know what you're been building to like the entire uh, season for anyone, you know, playing, you know this like we are yeah but i don't know if you've had a chance to look through any of the matchups that are happening you know from uh from your perch way up high (laughs) um i've seen who's playing who at least in the playoffs um i think i'd i'd have more invested in the consolation bracket if Mm -hmm. we had decided the punishment came after the playoff season right um then hopefully Zachy would have a chance of not being dead last. Um, so no, I haven't taken a hard look at the playoff brackets. No, okay, I yeah. did see the the uh, some of the scoring for the Chiefs Chargers game though. Yeah, I mean it was you know it was a game that that went in uh, to overtime. I don't know how long it lasted because I know it was a walk off touchdown for the Chiefs with uh, another Mahomes to Kelsey 
connection, but a pretty, you know, um, pretty exciting game from what I read on the recap. Obviously, I'm not staying up to those hours to watch football games like that <laughs> with where I am. Yeah. But a good amount of offense, uh, like, went around. I think uh, the biggest beneficiary was Randall, who did have Mahomes, who put up just shy of 50 points, which made up for the fact that uh, the running back that he had also in the Chiefs did barely anything at all. Right. And uh, Keenan Allen got back in and got him a touchdown. So Randall's off to a good start uh, against Tommy. And Tommy's got um, some kind of like non-COVID questions looming around uh, his team with injuries. So we don't know how healthy his lineup's going to be. Question mark there. (laughs) Yeah, it's been, I think I've been reading that both like Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew are taking first team reps just in precaution that Hurts is not ready to go. And I mean, seeing him split first-team reps doesn't really give you a whole lot of confidence for him to be your guy, you know, <laughs> in the first round of the playoffs. But uh, the story's not any different uh, for Lamar Jackson, also on Tommy's team, right. who left the game, you know, early uh, last week, which was, you know, part of the reason for his uh, defeat in his current position in the standings. Right. So Tommy certainly has an uphill battle, but we know he has a few players who can, you know, really deliver for him. Kittle has been absolutely gigantic the past two weeks. He's been a monster. You don't think it's going to be any different going up against Atlanta, that's for sure. No, if anything, that's like an increase in stock there. (laughs) But the other one, I mean, you know, Randall's got a few players left to play on his own side. Like you mentioned, he has Cooper Cup, who's been outstanding all year, but I mean, almost like a... I think he's probably getting the recognition now, but if you really go look over like the past four weeks, uh, Hunter Renfro is like the number two wide receiver over the past four weeks. He's been yeah, a target it machine. Yeah, probably has to do with that whole Waller. Exactly, um, yeah. There's nobody left to throw the ball to on the Raiders lineup right. with Waller out. So if Waller's still out, you figure it's going to be the same uh, for Renfro. It's going to be another. I mean, he's just, a, he's just a safe guarantee to get you like a minimum amount of points. Like it's almost impossible for him to you know, like goose you or really, really hurt your team. He's only going to do good or really good. Right. So, but I mean, Randall's off to the hot start uh, there. Tommy's got the ground to make up. And the other one is myself and Nick. Not a lot happening yet. It's just uh, Nick had Mike Williams in the, in the Thursday night game. And from what I saw, I think they were on the one or two yard line and they took three straight shots at Mike Williams to try to get him a ball. One of them, Justin Herbert, just rocketed 100 miles an hour into his chest and he couldn't hold on to it. So <laughs> seems like he was just inches away from having a touchdown, which you know would have helped Nick out a lot. Only 10 points from him, uh, all said and done in that game. Uh, I don't know if the Chargers yeah. ever actually got the ball in overtime or not, but um, Nick probably would have really liked to have had a touchdown to go with those uh, 50 yards. I'm surprised Allen isn't on there listed as questionable with his ankle. He seemed to be limping during that Bucks game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, a, he. But, I think he in post game or press like he was in a walking boot, and they said it was more necessary than precautionary. So he is also a uh, little bit hobbled. Oh, but you know, oh, you need hold on one second. No, She's you're good. You're good. Take care of it. <laughs> Come on. You can keep talking. I can hear you, Austin. Oh, that's right. You, get, you, you, you got your pods and we have a slight child yeah. intermission. But, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, you know, we see, you know, Alan, how hobbled he'll be. It's also how necessary he'll be. I mean, Buffalo does everything through the air, but they're playing Carolina, so they might not need him to do too, too terribly much, like, in their matchup. Right. And Cole Beasley Maybe they don't need him to run the ball as much as they have, but. Yeah, if they're going to be looking to make a, they're gonna look to make a playoff push. more of a look. They're going to want to keep, you know, Josh Allen as healthy as possible because he is, you know, everything to that team right now. 
But I mean, who could easily be the highest scorer for for Nick's team? Could be his uh, Cowboys defense, like going up against the Giants, who are still dealing with turnover at quarterback, and Saquon hasn't really been himself, and there's not a lot on that offense that really scares you. Yeah. So that could be a game where they have multiple takeaways, multiple touchdowns. That could be a big performer for him. But he's being. Was it Nick? Was it Nick who had Dallas last week that put up almost forty points? Yep. Yeah, and that yeah. was against. Oh, that was against the Washington team too. Yeah, yeah, that was against the the football team, so they did not do well. And I mean, that, that defense has just been you know really rolling. Um, you know, with uh, with what Trayvon Diggs is the safety of the corner as an interception almost every game, and then um, Mika Parsons I think is going to be like defensive rookie of the year, and like everyone made a big deal about Chase Young and his impact immediately as a rookie on the football team last year. And like Mika, Micah Parsons is outpacing his numbers like already. Like he's already doing better than Chase Young did last year, and Chase Young got all the you know the celebration. Yeah. So, so that was a great find for Nick to pick to snag that Cowboys defense. He's really been relying on them all year. Yeah. But he, you know he went out. He he got uh, Duke Johnson who got signed in Miami because it looked like it was uncertain if Gaskins was going to play. Their their whole backfield was another one that was really sort of hit. I don't know if it was COVID or injury, but their backfield was decimated to where they went out and signed Duke Johnson and Nick went and picked him up because they're playing the Jets. And if you're a running back playing the Jets, you're going to have a good game. Yeah, and I think Houston has another running back with second string sitting up. I think I actually have him on the bench. Yeah, um, I think Burkhead was hurt, and so Burkhead, it was either going to be yeah, yeah. David Johnson or, I mean, yeah, likely David Johnson had the game. But it could be um, like Michael Carter for the Jets, who was doing well before he went on IR, has been designated to come off IR, so Nick could have him uh, ready to go as well, which could be a good play. I mean, Miami's defense has been doing better. It's not a great matchup, but um, if you go look at what he was doing, he was still playing. It gives you more hope than maybe a few other players that you have the option of. But then, you know, over on my side, it's just, you know, I'm dealing with my own sort of issues of, you know, who and who will and won't be available due uh, to COVID. And like who uh, Henderson, who I got from you, has missed like the past two weeks with COVID and with injury. So it's unclear if he'll play. And at this point, honestly, I'm I don't hope that he still has COVID, but it'd be an easier decision for me if he just remained sidelined and did not play. So I didn't have to worry about a split backfield for the Rams and I could just start Sony right. Michelle with, you know, 100% confidence that no one's going to take those touches away from him. Right. But, and then just let Michael go off, hopefully. Yeah, so, but we'll see. I mean, if, uh, if this game stays where it is, Tyler Lockett, who Nick has, is currently on COVID, you know, protocol, which could be good for DK Metcalf on my side because he could get all the volume and DK has been disappointing the past few weeks, just hasn't really been clicking with Russell Wilson, he's had like eight targets in every game, but he's only caught about half of them for like, you know, marginal yardage. So really waiting yeah. for it to, to turn back into that sort of top five receiver that we know he's capable of being. I'm pretty sure I saw a meme too of Russell Wilson crying. And it's when he has no no other option but to sh- uh, throw it to DK Metcalf. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it is. Seems like it's not where he wants to be going with the ball for whatever reason, much, you know, to, to my dismay. But hopefully this, you know, maybe turns around this week. And then the other th- one that's sort of like giving me pause is like um, an- another, you know, I have, you know, the running back on the Washington football team and he currently is not in the COVID protocol, but 
uh, a lot of his offensive line is like the center, the starting center and the backup center are both on the COVID protocol. And if you have a weak line that can't block, you're not going to be able to run the ball anywhere. So I don't really like that situation uh, very much. Uh, so we'll see if anything yeah, changes. Yeah, we saw what happened to the Chiefs when they lost two tackles for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not pretty. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the football team with, you know, a healthy line last week still did nothing against the Cowboys defense. And obviously the Eagles are not the Cowboys, but if they couldn't do much with all their starters, it can only be worse. Like, you know, when you start losing uh, sort of key parts of that line. Yeah, so you have a lot of ifs. Yeah. Some of your kind of breakout players. Yeah, so there, there's questions, you know, there's questions about. It's one of those things that you're going to have to watch all the way up till, you know, kickoff of the games to know exactly what the picture is going to look like. And I guess that's just a reminder for everybody else, too, to go out and look. Like, don't just look at if your guy is or is not, you know, in the COVID protocol. Look at everyone on the team and even the other team. Yeah. Like, if you have a receiver and the other team's star safety or cornerback is something on COVID protocol, then he might have a better game than you would expect him to or vice versa. If the line's yeah. out, the running backs aren't going to do good. This affects everyone, you know, on the team, not just the players, like, individually. You end up going to the drawing board and just coming up with play after play of who's out, who's in, who, what <laughs> – what is this team allowed against this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's going to be tedious. Going down a rabbit hole. Tedious for sure. But, you know, I mean, if you follow any sort of social media, if you have any sort of alert set, I mean, all this info comes out as soon as we have it. So it's not like we got to really go digging for it. Just hit refresh and it'll be there. But it's going to be a matter of whether or not you have the time to pay attention all the way up to uh, kickoff to know what you want to do, like, with your lineup. Yeah, that but, is true. But again, that is not a problem you have to worry about. You get to sit back with your feet up and watch us fight it out down here in the mud. So congratulations again to you for making it all the way up there to that second place spot and, uh, you know, getting that first round by. Yeah, thank you. Uh, despite Tommy's best efforts. Despite his best efforts. Yeah, that was a little bit of a a contentious ending to the season. We might have to go uh, see about instituting maybe, I think, I'd like Tommy mentioned it to me, like not, you know, that he was deliberately doing anything shady, but just like most leagues in general have like a trade deadline. And I assumed that ours did too. I assumed it was in the default settings and it was not. So (laughs) maybe we'll institute one come next year so we can maybe avoid some of that, uh, that hullabaloo. Yeah. I mentioned it to my brother and we thought there was something in place after the first game on Thursday, I thought, Mm -hmm. but it is what it is. Here, 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 nor there, as it stands right now, you still got to where you wanted to be, and uh, you know you get to sit yeah. back and, and and enjoy the view from up top. Dogs are on the move. Okay, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think we're just gonna hit like the two, the two playoff matchups. Like you said, the consolation brackets. You know, the games are happening. Hopefully, everyone's you know still paying attention and putting in a lineup, but um, you know, with uh, the punishment set on end of regular season, not much playing for there other than just you know bragging rights and the ability to say right. you beat who win. And um, you know, still I will still you know I'll give a shout out to Blue. You know, his first time in this league, first time I think I don't know that he's really a play or a, a, like a football fan or follower. So you know. Credit to him for hopping in on literally a moment's notice. I think we got him in day of draft, and he's really right. taking it and running with it. He's been involved, he's been active, and he's like you know he's really he's really hopped in on it. So I'm, I think he's been a great addition, and I am happy to have him in the league. And I wish he can, uh, or I hope he makes a you know a run in this consolation bracket and walks away with a pretty pretty high standing at the end of it. 
And I mean, all the way down to him and then maybe even Chase. I mean, you're talking one or two loss difference between yep. where the playoff bracket was cut in half, too. Yeah, I don't recall a season where we were all this close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, if, you, if you really... No, the dogs are moving around. If you really go back and look at it, last week, um, like if, if Blue had played his alternative kicker, he would have beaten Nick and matched his record. He might have knocked Nick out of the playoffs and Blue might have been in the playoffs and then it could have been, you know, him pushing, you know, for, for even a, a higher position. So it really did come down yeah. to it, whether it was like you getting your bye or whether it was Blue like just missing out on the playoffs and in his first go of it. It was unfortunate that the bye weeks just ran so late that he had to play last week with everything on the line without Jonathan Taylor, like his, you know, driving force of his team. You know, that was a, that was a tough week right. to not have him there. I'm sure he really, would have really liked to have seen him, but, you know, that was just the way it fell. But I think that will do it for us. We'll see what we get on Saturday, on Sunday, on Monday, if any games get pushed to Tuesday. Who knows? Yeah. It's going to be an evolving situation, you know, moving forward. I'll still keep my eye on it. Yeah. see how everyone does. I've already kind of like adjusted my lineup if I had to play. I kind of looked at players two weeks in advance who they were playing. So I'll yeah. be keeping an eye on everything. I mean, I, I <laughs> think, you know, I don't, I think you don't, you don't find yourself in the position that you're in by, you know, taking weeks off or checking out. You kind of always got to keep an eye on it, see who's doing what and how it's going to affect you when it comes your time, you know, to where it actually could. So, I mean, yeah. You know, good on you for keeping your eye on it, even though you have nothing really to gain in this set week to know what's happening and to know what to expect in the coming week and who you're going to be facing, you know, after this week is concluded. Yeah. But we'll see. I haven't looked ahead. I don't, I forget where, what side of the bracket we are on ourselves. I don't know if I fall to you if I win or if I fall to Drew. Let me see. If I had to take a good guess, I'd say Drew ends up with the lowest seed, regardless of who wins, right? Or what side of the bracket? Yeah, yeah, you'd be right. If yeah, I had so, to guess. yeah, no, that's the way brackets tend to work. I think we have a fair amount of experience where I should probably know how brackets work after all of those years of right. Frisbee. <laughs> but yeah, should should Nick win as the six seed, he'll go play Drew, and then four or five. So yeah, it, yeah, it could still game. move around one way or another. But either way, you know, Drew's team has been crushing it this year and now with your healthy you know lineup of running backs with your tight end maybe coming back by next week either one of y'all is no one is the team no one's looking forward uh to facing which is why you're in the position that you're in yeah so but should should be interesting my picks right now for quarterfinals would be uh ryan and yourself as winners (laughs) i'll take that i'll take whatever vote i can get i i hope that i can make that come true and uh yeah, I think you know it's it's uh, I think it's easy to kind of pick Ryan right now. He definitely has the big lead on Zachy and a lot of, or not Zachy on 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 Tommy. Zachy nowhere near the playoffs. Poor Zachy. <laughs> Poor Zachy. Poor Zachy. Poor dear sweet Zachy. But yeah, we'll that those would be my picks uh, as well. So we'll see if that is able to to happen. You know, come come next week, who will be facing off with who? Yeah. All right. Well, that's yeah, all I got yeah. for you. I'm glad we were able to get you on. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. Thank your uh, your little one for putting up with uh, you know me occupying you for just a little bit. Oh, I got 
Yeah, she's distracted by Gabby's dollhouse. But <laughs> thanks for having me. No, well, happy to do it. Happy to try to get as many of the participants on as I can over the course of the season. Let me see if she wants to say bye. Emma, do you want to come say bye? I don't know if you heard that. You can stand on the chair and show your dress off. <laughs> come here. Can you say bye, Watson? Wow. You can stand on it. Stand on. Look at that stand dress. Can you say bye, Watson? <laughs> no, that's okay. I'll, st- I'll say bye first. Goodbye. Bye, Emma. You said bye. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>